Greetings everybody, this is Wesley Pepper here and you're tuning to my podcast, Wesley Pepper's Art Lexia and it's brought to you by Spudcaster and Biobulb. Yeah man, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, if you're in the southern part of, if you're in South Africa or the southern part of the hemisphere, we are entering winter now and it's pretty chilly where I'm sitting. And uh, yeah, so just bear with me, I might have a dripping nose and a cough and winter related nonsense so yeah just bear with me regarding that um and there also might be some unfortunate noise in the background but ishman i did you can yeah anyway yeah just bear with me please for today it, it would it won't be too distracting though but there will be something anyway moving on to um to recap last week's episode thanks to violet for coming through um and a book mulberry dreams all the best for that my sister i really really had fun I'm talking to her and, 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 and talking to her about all those, about the book and our process and all of that. I thought it was really outstanding content. Uh, moving on to today's episode. Uh, today we're talking to Lerato uh, Sivanda. She's originally from um, Pretoria, but she's now in Cape Town. She's a multidisciplinary uh artist but she's mostly in the writing field so she does a lot of poetry actually i know her through the poetry and the journalism route through working through consciousness.co.za and we'll touch we'll um we'll actually touch base um or touch on that as well in um, what she um in, in her writing and all the work that she did for consciousness um as you guys know i've been working with them for i mean or rather i've been involved with them for the better part of 15 16 years so it's been a while it's been a while and we still and we're still around um we're still live so yeah man it's still consciousness.co.za uh, yeah, you can still check that out. So we'll definitely touch with all that. Talk about our writing processes. And given that time, um, that Wesley Papers Art Lecture is almost a year old um, with the recording of this episode, we'll touch base on some of our uh, major themes um, that I have, you know, that I spoke about throughout the um throughout the past 52 weeks you know uh so we're gonna touch base with you know get lerato's uh, opinion on some other things like the tech boom uh, the nac sitting and so on but that'll be the latter part of the uh interview we're gonna be focusing on her writing i know she's um i've been listening to her youtube channel uh <laughs> over the past week so she's been doing a lot of singing which is really fantastic she's got quite an interesting i think quite a smooth uh voice so we're gonna be seeing what direction she's planning to go with that and her journalism of course um she'd like as i said she did some um, interesting work for us on consciousness and um yeah, so she's a very smart sister as well. So we're going to be covering the A to Z on her processes and who she is as a human being and, and as an artist and so on. And um, yeah, as you guys know, um, you know, the podcast is a year old and um, I'm doing my giveaway. So finally, we are there. We're gonna, we are going to be doing an art giveaway. I'm going to be giving away one of my art pieces. So stay tuned for that uh, towards the... Um, at the outro, um, I'll explain how you guys do um, go about doing it. It's going to be real simple. It's going to be real simple. And um, this giveaway for now is open to South African <laughs> audiences, mostly because this thing is coming out of my own pocket and for me to send work to the likes of Ireland or the USA, well, yeah, with COVID and all of these things, yeah, this thing uh, is for now only just for South African-based listeners. But I'll explain to you guys how to go about doing it towards the end of the episode, so stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, man, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I certainly am. I know, I know Lerato is a, is a bundle of energy. 
yeah, lots and lots, lots of energy, lots of uh, vibrant. She's got a very vibrant personality. So, 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 yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be really interesting and see what she's been up to. So, stay tuned for that. And yeah, man, uh, I hope you guys are safe wherever you guys are. And uh, to all the new listeners and current listeners, it's been a year. So, if you're listening to this, you most probably listened to more than one of my episodes. So, I'm very, very grateful for that. And um, yeah, man, I'm gonna be giving back to all of the listeners from now on. You know, these first free giveaway something. I want to do consistently um probably like once a month type of thing and it's going to range from books to art to um, probably music as well um and that type of thing but stay tuned for that and you can see all you can get or if you want to find more information on that you can always find that on my social media pages and i'll be giving away my social media handles at the end of the episode so stay tuned for that guys and i'll chat to you after this baobalb.org is a podcasting platform and a medium for storytelling this podcast is also available on all the major podcasting apps, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Podcast your life with baobalb.org. Okay, so we're all live uh, with Leratu Sibanda, uh, all the way from <laughs> from Cape Town. Um, but like we were chatting yesterday, you say you're not a carpenter yet. And um, well, I think that's a good thing. <laughs> Um, yeah, because as you know, um, there's always a bit of a, I don't know, Cape Town folk, not that I'm dissing all the Cape Town people, but, um, yeah, they different to, <laughs> They are different. No, I'm totally different. My gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. So, uh, Leratu, let's let's get straight into it, man. Um, in my intro, I introduced you as a um, as a multidisciplinary artist whose focus is mostly on writing. Um, I got to know you through working with Consciousness.co.za, and um, you were one of our one of the contributors. Um, I know you did a whole lot of writing. I know you also a very good poet. Um, I know you're a vocalist. I've been listening to your YouTube channel. Um, oh, I've been listening to you. Yeah, I have. I've been, um, yeah, man. So I've, um, actually, I didn't know you were much of a, of a, of like a vocalist, a singer. I was more schooled on your, on your, on your poetry and your, right. and your journalism. Yeah. So just for my listeners, right. Can you just give us a, uh, ach, man, can you just show us like who you are, uh, where you from and that type of thing? Larato Sibanda is from Pretoria, born, bred, and buttered, I say. (laughs) (laughs) The capital city. And I I grew up mostly in Karangua, which is a township on the peripheries of Pretoria. But I was schooled in the city. So I always had, you know, just that polarity of upbringing, township and city, township and city. And yes, you're, you're right, spot on. I'm a writer, first and foremost, is how I describe myself. Um, and then I entered into the sphere of the arts and culture through consciousness, as you mentioned, straight from Dagis. Um, I, was, I did a BA, BA languages specializing in English uh, for my undergrad, and then I specialized in cultural and media. So those are my interest areas. And then I, I met Karabo, believe it or not, um, at an underground hip-hop gig in Hatfield. <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
Yeah, sure. So hip hop, yeah. you know, hip hop and and then counterculture and pop culture um, has always been kind of my my vibe, you know. And in meeting Garabo, we were just looking for somebody to partner with um, in terms of the editorial content of consciousness. He needed like somebody who would, you know, uh, uh, help him with the proofing and the subbing of the stories. Would also help him um, scout talent, you know. And so he basically pushed to me to be an editor. But for some reason, we never quite formalized it. It was almost like just an agreement between him and I. And listen, this is more on a pro bono basis. So I wasn't just a, a contributor for, for consciousness. Um, I was also very much uh, one of the, 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 the brand strategists as well. Yes. And I don't know if you remember, we had um, we relaunched consciousness in, in, in 2010. Of course, I remember that. That was my idea. I sat down, I wrote it down, I drafted it out. And basically, mm. yeah, I was like the events planner, got the place, got the, yes. you know. So my work for consciousness, um, it was writing, but it also was an, um, more about cultural activation. Cultural activation, you know, amongst ourselves mm. as young people and just basically building African pride and consciousness through the art space. But yeah, if somebody was to ask me who is Lavaku, usually I just tell them a writer, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm glad you. I'm glad you touched base on the whole consciousness. Uh, uh, your involvement there, because I was in a. I was in a start off, or I was in a move into that direction. So, um, yeah, just for my listeners, yeah, like you're, um, you're part of it. I don't know if people know that Owens, 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 Lipempai, the man. Yeah, like you, you became like it was just a collective of interesting, burgeoning. Yeah minds, people who, you know, who are both artistic, but also revolutionary, I would say, in consciousness. And I guess yeah. the name comes from. So for some reason, we just we just sort of gravitated towards one another. I gravitated towards Garabo. And I know you are yeah. one of the people that Garabo would, would, would be hanging out at his place, you know. He was like, yo, yeah. this is Garko with me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that guy's mind. I remember one time he said, we spoke for like hours last night. I was like, who's this cat, you know? <laughs> wow, geez, I'm, 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 I don't know what to say. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, geez. Uh, wow, thank you. Uh, actually, I wanted to jump up on that. Like, um, just for my listeners, I want to explain my involvement with consciousness uh, stretches back to 09, was it 08 or something like that? Was it even before that? It was it was a while back because I started just giving uh, Karabo uh, artwork, you know, say, hey, man, I'm an artist, boom, 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 boom. And uh, we became friends. And um, long story, long story, it's like almost 15 years, it's more than 15 oh years. My God. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's been one of the, one of the most uh, outstanding um, um, things about consciousness is that when it was when when uh, when Karabo launched and we went ma- mainstream, it also included like Vangi, yourself, uh, Kaya, others, uh, Matthew. I mean, these are these are really these are really great talent. I mean, like you know, yeah. very very talented people. And Wesley Pepper. And, um, and Wesley Pepper. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, there was like another guy called Wesley also somewhere. <laughs> and um, 
we still um we're still around like without love everybody uh because as you know like the internet has evolved and and and, and how we consume content has evolved i know social media played a huge ass role in that as well uh so but consciousness still exists like um i still look at the stats every so now and again and we're still getting like over 100 hits a day so uh not every single day but like we still average which is which is outstanding which is outstanding so yeah that was just for my listeners just to give them a bit more context um so Lerato. So uh, yeah, so you were saying you were you you were with there as from from an editorial perspective, you were a, uh, also you helped with the content. Uh, yeah, man, what type of uh, content were you supplying or were you um, were you creating? You know, what type of stuff were you editing? Um, mostly, mostly I would say opinion editorials around heritage, heritage, African history. You know the rewriting of African history, also just recounting, um, recounting just different stories from the continent. You know? For example, I would say um, about T- Timbuktu, the museum in Timbuktu. Um, also, just talking about clans, African clans, and you know, so that's mostly mostly around um, heritage and history, and then. We became more political as <laughs> time went on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wanna, I wanna get to that. Yeah, I guess the more that we were coming together, you know, having conversations and being informed ourselves. I mean, it's very important to mention that when we first became a collective, we were mostly students. You know, we were mostly students. So obviously, we were also engaging what we, what we were being taught at school. You know, but as we were talking and sharing about stuff and also reading, I remember Karabo had encouraged us at a point that, listen, whatever books that you guys are reading, how about we, like, you guys drop them at my place and then it will almost be like an in-house library that will always, you know, circulate yeah. books amongst us. So we're reading. And you know that I think about us like New York. We were like a whole different kind of people because here we are about 22, 23 reading deep stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> History, uh, some are more into conspiracy, but I mean, like, we we're reading a whole lot of stuff, and then some, somehow I became more politically uh, conscientized. I'm not sure how. Um, I think Kayatibeko played a huge role in that. You know, we're, we're always engaging what is happening, you know, politically. And so... And so that got me also starting to want to write um, opinion auditorials that were more political. And as as God would have it, or other people would say, the universe. Um, I I I said I wanted a job in industry because I just finished my honors, and um, independent newspapers was looking for 15, 15 young people from the country you know, from all the provinces, two from every province, to train for the newsrooms. Um, this is for mainstream news, you know, and um, I applied for that, I got into that. So once I got into mainstream traditional journalism, I became more conscientized, you know, and more politically minded, I would say. So um, explain to because because you mentioned becoming political probably three times now, and um, clearly it's it was... Uh, <laughs> 
So, um, yeah, this platform is not really a political platform, but, you know, I mean, like, specific, like, ANC, EFF type of thing, like, no, 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 no. But what you are saying resonates heavy. And um, I, for the listeners, explain to us, like, when you say, uh, because being politicized or, yeah, politicized means different things to different people, um, and different people exercise it differently. So what I'm asking is, how did you, how were you, or, 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 or rather in which uh, uh, direction were you politicized? Because, you know, we were Pan-Africanist, um, and um, you know, like you're saying, with the, with the history, that's something in me personally, I'm also very passionate about. And um, that has definitely shaped, uh, African history has definitely shaped my um my direction, my creative direction, and my processes in how and, and how I create art. Um, and I want to get to that a bit later. But like, um, how did you, in what direction did the politics sort of shape you, man? And uh, when it did shape you, how did you decide, or, or rather, what was it that decided, okay, yo, I want to write up about this. So what did you want to write up about it? Yeah, thank you for, for mentioning that there's different kind of, you know, um, political consciousness. I'm not I'm not a conventional one in the sense that I see myself more as an as a commentator. Even with my poetry, um and even with my singing actually, you know, I see myself more as a commentator on the peripheries of things. For example, I I'm not an avid follower of any political party. Of course when I when it's voting time I vote, but I'm not part I'm not. I'm not. I'm not signed up to any um, political, you know. Um. So I'm more of a. I would say a commentator and a social political commentator. I care more about people on the ground, you know. Um. So it's more advocacy. My 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 drive and my the processes in which I write my poetry is more to advocate, you know, for the marginalized, for those who do not have a voice, you know. And where this comes from, I would say that it started with my honors program because we're reading a lot, you know, about just like, and and I guess I'm going to repeat this a lot because just, just like you, African history does play a, a really pivotal role in who I am and in, in, in my art as well. So we're reading a lot about, you know, just African history and, and, and Pan-African writers such as Chinua Achebe. Um, uh, Hami, Homi Baba, you know, and it, I was blown away. And this was like in my honest level, not even as in, in my undergrad studies. I was like, what in the world? Like, I never knew that this is what Africa is. I never knew that there's so much untapped, you know, um, beauty and knowledge to to this continent, you know. So I think that's sort of, really convicted me that with the knowledge that, that, that I had gained from my studies, with the talents that I have, I'd much rather use that to, you know, just to enlighten myself and my people and people of my continent about our, the beauty that we have that has not been documented that unfortunately we do not find in our education all the way from primary school to varsity, you know. So I'm more of a I'm more of a social political uh, person rather than I'm here, you know, wanting you know advocating for whatever political. So I'm not political in that sense. 
I'm on the other side. I'm more of a commentator, I would say. Yeah, um, I'd like to I'd like to come in there real quick. Just give a comment. Um, I yeah, exactly what you're saying. And personally, I believe like uh, that role you're playing. Um, and I know there's others that got um, politicized similarly. I think those are very, very important, given that um, the age and, and COVID has just exploded this thing and made it even more complex. Is it how we're living in this? You know, the information age, but there's so much information out there. And a lot of it is bogus information. And um, uh, there's a real need now, more than ever, I think, in human history for uh, uh, writers artists and, and so forth to 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 really like just champion like facts you know and like this is really what's happening because there's just so much bogus information uh, alternative information stuff and like unfortunately people are consuming that like probably more than they are consuming like you know what's really going on um and i just i just i just think that level of activism is now needed more than ever so with uh, with that with that in mind, like, um, just tell us a little bit more about your journalism. And because we were talking um, and you were saying you're not a conventional journalist, and I completely understand that. But, uh, you know, for <laughs> for everybody else, you know, and um, just to give it context um, and perspective, just explain to us, to the listeners, like, how, uh, how do you, what type of journalist you are. And, yeah, yeah, just explain to us a little bit more about your, um, about your journalism. Yeah, yeah. Okay, while I was in the newsroom, I won't necessarily mention which which newsroom specifically. Yeah, well, you can um, mention, but <laughs> I don't want to close my door, Red. Okay, I, okay. <laughs> I go back. Okay, okay, understood, understood. <laughs> you know, um, but these were titles under independent newspapers. That part, that part, I I, I want I feel to mention. Um, so these are newspapers that are under the media conglomerate of of Sekindano or of independent newspapers. While I was there, um, I was basically thrust into the deep end because I was just wet behind my ears. Oh, I just want to write and you know just have my name and my byline out there. Oh, you know, at last I've made it, Mama, I made it. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of my. Mm-hmm. And um, I started out at. Ah, damn, let me just mention the, the, the newsroom. It won't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I started out at the star. At the star. Okay. That's where I... Okay. Yeah, so I was really at the star. And um, I was thrust into the deep end. Because here I was thinking that, oh, most probably they'll give me those little soft news, you know, to begin with, kind of test... And then as time goes on, you know, then I will get the meat, you know, the real stuff. At the start, it's not how they work, which is quite good. They rushed into the deep end from day one. And um, you better get the story because if you don't, um, yeah, yeah, the news editor will basically sit on your head like, I would come back traumatized sometimes, you know. <laughs> That day, I'm sure two or three times the news editor would be like, Lorato, what the hell is this? What sort of copy is this? Better call this person, call that person, rewrite this copy and send it and send it back to the queue. And this was this will be like on the deadline, you know, so basically giving you about 20 minutes. Mm. But with the stories that I covered, you know, they took me to places like Deep Slurt, which is um um a slum township, I would say. They took me to 
in places like Shawelo, which is one of the you know the areas in 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 Soweto, you know. And for me, it was eye opening the things that are happening on the ground. You know, going there and talking to people. You know, I kind of some of the stories that really, really, really changed me, like altered my consciousness until today. Was covering stories of these two girls who were, they were found mutilated um, and their bodies discarded in in in, in rubbish rubbish bins in deep sweat. And another of a of a of a eighty something year old um, grandmother. Who, who was who was um, killed by her own grandson, raped killed by her own grandson, who who you know who was addicted to nyaupe, and the motivation later on allegedly could have been because of her uh, of um SAFA payment as a you know a her pension. You know? So these stories like really it, they made me they made me realize just how. How our marginalized communities, such as townships and such areas, we need so much healing and so much rehabilitation, you know. And everything comes back to just wh- where we come from as a country and just our systems that still need more transformation. Because I will not lie and say that nothing has happened since since our you know our, but we need more transformation and more, you know, just more rehabilitation for the black child, for the black community. And that's how I realized that, you know, I really would like to use my pen to cover, to write features, features, features that highlight, that highlight, you know, the plight of, of the African community. So I started pitching stories in the newsroom um, in that vein. Um, I remember also pitching about um, writing a feature on on refugees, you know, foreign nationals that are, that need the asylum permits, um, because I thought that was quite topical because of xenophobia and stuff. You know, one of the things that really really boxed my mind that how can we blacks blacks hate our fellow blacks? You know, so such things that made me see that how much we need rehabilitation. And it goes back to things like education. That's why we like a, a pan-African ideology because of what 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 was robbed of us, knowledge, true knowledge and true history of who we are and where we come from. So that's how that's what motivates me to say that no, even with my journalism, I would like to use it more for advocacy. And I would like to 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 to, to write more features than be a daily news news reporter working for a daily title, you know, so that I would like to be more of a freelance who who goes in and out of the newsroom and who partners with certain titles that, that, that have the same kind of brand where I can pitch features, you know, that I feel um, cover stories that are missing, you know, that missing gap um, in the paper. Sure, sure. Sure. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, that's, that's why I call myself a foot soldier, a foot soldier journalist. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Crazy, man. Like, just see, man. Uh, uh, yeah. Shit. Eh? Like, I've personally, I've seen one or two dead bodies before, um, but I've never 
yeah, I just walked away when I saw it, let alone still get the story behind the dead body. Yeah, I'm sure that is, that's that's even listening to you sounds sounds dramatic, man. Um, so I know that you. It's happening, and people think that are happening with like it's dramatic. To be honest, it is reality. Our, our daily reality. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah. I've, um, I, 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 I agree with you there. Yeah, man. That is, that is, that is, that is, that is something else, man. Um, I know that you are a. Uh, 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 yeah, okay. So that is journalism, right? Um, I know that, like, as a journalist, uh, and this is something that I've also been covering. Um, well, throughout the previous episodes, and I've been doing it, but 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 uh, because I think this process here is very important to me. So let me just explain it to you quickly. Um, as a creative, um, nobody um, 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 nobody says just grows up saying like, one day I'm going to become an artist. You either are one or you're not, right? So when you are sort of, I guess, true to yourself, for the lack of a better word. Like like yourself, myself, and others, like we go full on into it. Um, um, there's a certain there's a certain process, man. In a way, we like you were saying when you were covering all these stories, how um, how it affected you. Uh, 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 I know it affects affects one and different emotionally, sometimes even physically, uh, uh, concept, uh, con- um, consciously, and, and so on, and so forth, and so forth. So what I'm interested in to hear from you now is uh, how does all these events now how does that how do you how do you process that uh, conceptually and how does that come out as in the form of art because as we know you are a very good you are, you are a pretty cool poet as well i mean i've read a lot of your poetry through the years as well and also yesterday just to yeah for sure man <laughs> and just yesterday also just to brush myself to do like ah yeah she writes like you know like this and like that like that um <clears throat> What I'm, um, what I'm, um, what I'm, what I'm really interested to know from you is like, how do you, how do you, how do you channel all of that um, energies, right? And how do you select, like, okay, I'm gonna make a song about this, I'm gonna write a poem about this, I'm gonna write, you know, an essay about this, or so on, so on. How do you, um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain to us a little bit about that um, processes. Okay, because we're speaking really deep stuff, man. Yeah. Because we're speaking really deep stuff. I'm just gonna hit you with one, with 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 um. One of the poems. That ah, I've go for it. Go for it. That's 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 beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one. This one, this one is titled "Fellows." Yeah. Enough of these fellows. Show me a man, cause these punks got junk in the trunk with no plan, no manhood, not in that real sense. Just boys in the hood busy counting cents. Enough of these fellows. Show me a man, cause these thugs running rampant run us like a scare. No spark brain, imagination unchained. They hump us, dump us, time pumps away. Sure, <laughs> that's it. Wow, <laughs> yo. Okay, okay, I'm feeling it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Sure. <laughs> One of those fellows. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting choice of words there. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about the uh, 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 about the poem. Uh, yeah, give us some insight. Okay. Um. Well, I just wanted to connect it with the question you asked before I. Sure. Yeah. That that was that was beautiful. Actually. Yeah. That was. For me. That was quite that. I never. I've never really sat down and said. 
I want to be a poet. Never. Mm. Um, as far as I can remember, when I look at my the school magazines from 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 the school that I went to, which is Loreto Convent, I was in one school from grade one to grade twelve. Every year, from every class, they would select the best creative writing to to publish as part of the the school magazine, and I was always selected except for one year. Um, for one year, for whatever reason, somebody else, her work shone more. But every year I was selected either for a creative writing or for a poem, you know. And as far well as I can think of it from when I was during my puberty, puberty years, I I wrote as a way of of just understanding life. I wrote also as a way to purge what I was feeling. So I wrote as a way to heal myself and my diary was my best friend because I grew up, I'm someone who grew up, you know, very sheltered. My mom was like, listen, in the hood, uh, my child will, will either bewitch you <laughs> or, or pregnant. Why? Because it was our reality. It was, it was what was happening, you know. And the story came being spoken, this one, this neighbor who bewitched the other neighbor, or, you know, or this girl is pregnant. And they'd be like, but how is this girl pregnant? Because she's always at home, you know? And this girl would be like 13 years, 14 years of age. So my mom was one of those paranoid ones, so she would always have me locked up. So I had a lot of time to read books and also just to to write in my diary, just as a way of, of just understanding who I was, you know, and and for me, um, my upbringing was very, very kind of, I didn't understand what is what, because here I was going to a private school in the city um, with children of ministers and the likes. Um, on the other hand, here I was living like in a low class area in a township. You know? mm, mm, so mm. it may seem like, oh, what, is the, what, is, what is the problem then, Garato? You're one of the born free. But to be honest, it's a very tense, tense upbringing to try to negotiate, you know, your identity when you're living in these polar worlds, you know, when you're living between poverty and the privilege. Because I went to this, for me to be able to go to the school was because my mom worked for the NGO connected to the school. So that's, that's how, that's how I managed to go to a private school. But otherwise, the other black kids were going to the private school. They were children of experts, children of ministers. Yeah. <laughs> so they went back to the yeah. Banks, or they went back to the privileged side of the country, you know. Whereas when I went, took had to take the train back, you know, one and a half hour trip back in the train with mommy and you go back, you know, to our little little house there. So writing for me was a way of sort of purging myself, you know. Healing myself and just, I don't know. I think that for me, that's how I was, it was my tool of navigating life. And I would write creatively. And it's only later on that I realized that, oh, you know, this can be a poem, you know. Um, you know, uh, obviously, as, as in school, when you're, learning, when you're learning poetry and stuff, you know, then I would also start consciously sometimes writing a poem. And then later on, when I was re re revisiting my journal, 
you know, I'd actually realized that no, this can be a poem, you know, that's a diary entry, you know, but I can tweak it, tweak it here and there, and then it becomes it becomes a poem. Let me let me let me share let me share um please yes another one. This was yes. this was uh, literally like a diary entry turned poem to give an example. Okay. And it's based on an ex um yeah. <laughs> okay, go for it. I'm listening. <laughs> you like my strings, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And he'll never hear this. I swear to God, he'll never hear this poem. He doesn't. He doesn't deserve it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now I know. I can't wait. <laughs> it's a short, simple one. It's titled David. <clears throat> mm-hmm. David. I fell in life with a governance with curly lashes and a mythical gaze. As a chuckle that tap dances off his tongue. He is a lean gazelle, agile and full of mirth. His heart healed me. I knew I loved him when I thought it an honor to have his babies. Four or five mini Davids with cone heads, soft eyes, a clever mind, and a love for family. And that's it. And I mean, this is a very, this is a very short, very simple poem, but it healed me, you know. And you know, so that's why, that's 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 why I resonate so much with Mama, you know, Mama Fungide with the one with the one video when she was saying. While she was still there at the, at, the, at the NAC premises, where she was saying that I was born for this, you know, that my singing, my my artistry is part and parcel of who I am. So if you marginalize my art, basically the infringement of human rights, she didn't put it like that. I'm paraphrasing, but this is one. This is something that South Africa has to realize, our government has to realize that the arts and cultural space is not just mere entertainment, you know, like the joker, you know, like the joker at the castle, you know, like the minstrels, you know, there's more, there's, it's deeper, it's vocation, for, well, for some of us, I can't speak for every artist out there, but for some of us, for many of us, the arts is vocation because it, it, it not only heals us, but it heals others as well. And it brings light. It enlightens. Um, that's actually that's actually quite. A, um, I like the way you uh, uh, sort of led from from the poem into what into the NAC setting and sort of relate to the two. That's actually quite beautiful, man. Um, and that actually leads me to because I was going to ask about the uh, about the NAC setting. Um, and just uh, just for context, just for my listeners and all of that. So um, the NAC setting happened in 2021, and like since the podcast has, since the podcast went live, you know, I've been recording, ugh, I've been talking about major events that has been happening within the arts. And without a question, this, in my opinion, has been the biggest. Um, and um, it's 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 over now, or rather, the sitting is done. The 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 public prosecutor. Uh, uh, Shit, man! What is it? The public uh, prosecutor. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, uh, my my tongue is all jumbled up there, but I can know it's 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 in authorities' hands, and they're busy investigating the. Um, and I read. Uh, I was reading. Um, 
uh, an opinion piece in the Mail and Guardian yesterday, where saying like over was it over forty percent of the funds, or was it more than sixty percent of the funds? I think it's a forty sixty percent swing went to a certain group of uh, yeah people. So the corruption is next level, man. And um, um, what um, actually I got a <laughs> let me just uh, confess here. Um, actually, I got an email from the NAC. I think it was on Thursday. Uh, saying that um, they process one of my application forms. Honestly, I clean forgot. I didn't even, I, that was a distance memory. And they said, yeah, you know, well done. And we congratulate you on your da-da-da-da, but we're not giving you money. So, <laughs> so well, anyway, so much for that. But, um, 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 yeah, man, what's your take on um, what's happening or what's happened at the whether 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 the National Arts Council sitting? Because as we know, um, we spoke about it briefly that it's one of the biggest things that happen in our industry, at least from a South African perspective. In the longest time, we do come from a culture of protests. Um, in order to get your point across in South Africa, you have to protest, have some form of protest. So, yeah, man, what's your uh, what's your take on all of that, man? And where do you think it's uh, you know what do you think is going to happen now? You know that it's done and moving forward and so on. I'll be honest with you because I was off Facebook for a little while for spiritual reasons. Yeah, yeah. That's needed. Yeah. You got the hiatus of like, no, I need to purge, you know, I'm always on social media. When I resume my Facebook and then I landed on it, I'm just going to be 100% honest with you. For me, that's like uh, you know, I, I just was rolling my eyes, like, oh, here we go again. Um, <laughs> and that's the thing, you know, being, being a protest nation, we protest so much, and some of, some of the, you know, there's been so many protests, some of them are quite valid, some of them are, you know, are more, you know, so you never know what is what. So in, the, so in the beginning, I was kind of skeptical, but because I am an artist, and because the pride is something that, um, that, 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 I, that I relate to, it did sort of stir me a little bit, but I was, I kind of looked at it with a skeptical eye at first. But it was enough for me to want to follow. And you know what? It, it, it did help that Mama Spongila was the face of it because, um, I think if it was someone else, most probably I wouldn't have wanted to follow it, but I was quite curious and to understand that, okay, she went to inquire about the, the, the P, PESP, you know, Funding mm-hmm. the, 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 the stimulus package that was declared by the president in Russia towards COVID, and you know there was a portion allocated to the to, to, to the Ministry of, of, of you know of sports, arts, and culture. And she had gone with with, with, with with those who went with her, according to her, simply to inquire. It was not meant to be a trade in, from my understanding. You know, it was meant to be. A very intentional inquiry, um, and then it's turned into 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 something else. I agree with it. With you know, like I've said, I've always gone. Um, as the days went on, how Mama Songila used Facebook to update and to write short commentaries. You know, it really sort of created vision, even for. For, for, for myself, because it's my, it's my plight. But I think it's very easy to get used to the state of things. But, ah, this is in Zanzi, you know? You know how it is in Zanzi, my guy. You know how it is in Zanzi, my guy, you know? 
And we, we even start saying things like, this is not America, my guy. If you want, if you want to be a singer, if you want to be an, 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 an actor, you know, you know you're going to suffer. You know, we start accepting these things. It starts with ideology, you know. And so every day when she was writing, you know, just, it's, it was kind of like she was ordaining us. It was kind of like she was reawakening us. That you don't have you don't have to accept things for you know you don't have to accept the state of things and you you are an artist be proud of who you are um and stand up for your for your for your rights you know so it was it was a very rousing how she used how she used social media as well you know also with the videos when we just see her there um sleeping sleeping. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Look, some of those pictures looked, uh, yo. It was documentary, where this is documentary because uh, with, with with the with the marches of 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 of, of, of past, it was mostly just news reports and um, photography. But look now with social media, she was also using video, um, Facebook video. So it's like a real time documentary. Do you see it? Yeah, no, I agree. Also, with posting every day, it was a real-time documentary. And some of us, we couldn't, we can't be, we couldn't come to the NAC because we've got, you know, I live in Cape Town right now. But by being able to engage her posts and also posting on our own respective timelines, it becomes kind of a virtual a collective virtual protest as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a very interesting point. So it was protest in different avenues, different, you know, ways. You know, protests from the right and the left. She's covering us from one side. She's going there physically with others. Some of us were also taking over the virtual spaces, you know. So that was very, very powerful. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting point. Yeah, yeah, no, I um um interesting, interesting. Are you been are you are you engaging with it? Very, very interesting. I'm um I'm I'm actually glad you uh, touched base on like how she used multiple uh, you know, video versus the the, the stills, you know, uh, versus text uh and so on. Like 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 um I'm 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 happy you kind of explained that relationship because uh that just um and 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 then how you ended up in saying like this virtual protest. Now that's actually quite uh that to me is huge. Um, that's the matter that to me is huge because that actually leads uh, sort of to my uh like closing off type of question thingy. Um um was that um and just to and just to give some some insight, like um, um and I like like I read up a lot about tech and and I also cover a lot of tech related issues to the arts on this platform as well. And um, what I found um, very interesting was that in in some sectors, um, um, COVID or the the, the the lockdown has actually boosted tech by some in some in some industries up to five years. So how we've um, in, in engaged and and interacted with um, with with tech um, for the past year actually for for the past year uh, uh, has been has been incredible and with artists in particular the fact that there's not much unity um, in terms of organizations etc uh, 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 you know and stuff like that you know the musicians on one side uh, the, the, the script writers on one side you know playwriters visual artists and so forth uh, pretty much got their own little thing is going on but there's not much collective um, and this um, this NSC setting more than more than any other event that I can certainly think of definitely opened up those doors so yo that we 
really all sitting and dealing with this. Let's have some form of solidarity. And I've seen drips and drabs of it, not like a real avalanche, but I think like the potential for that is there, which sort of leads up to um to 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 the uh to this point yeah is that like i've been very interested to see how artists have been adapting to the new tech uh uh well i'm i'm i'm, I'm gonna say tech boom but it's not necessarily in terms of the arts, but how we've been interacting. So how musicians uh, and, and, and playwriters have been interacting, you know, uh, 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 you know, streaming their work. Because here's, a, here's an interesting thing. Like um, last year with the, um, uh, with the uh, uh, National Arts Festival, um, it, was, it went completely virtual. And this year they've actually, they've actually expanded it. So it won't just be based in, um, in the old Grahamstown. It's, um, it will now be in different parts of the country. So, 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 so that artists don't necessarily have to travel through to the Eastern Cape and it'll have a virtual site. And like for, um, the art, the, 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 the arts festival last year, like if my members served me, they had about 83,000 active users, um, which is, which is, I don't think that's a spectacular number. Like, um, I think like other industries can pull that in a day, in a few days, you know, if you look at sport, uh, uh, politics and so on and so on like like i'm not that that number is impressive sure but i think it can be you know i think it it, it can be doubled tripled um and, and so on because um i think like the the, the the this is just my opinion yeah and it's something i want to cover with, with 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 various artists on this platform is that like how how else can can we pull in more people into our virtual space you know have them interact with our work because now um the politics of movement is a thing now because of covid you know vax versus anti-vax uh, and so on and so on like uh, the, the politics of movement is a is a serious thing and um you know, if you see what's happening in India at the moment, um, um, you know, like once you have events and even now, if you, or even what's happening in Seychelles, I think that's an even better thing because they got over 60% of their population is vaccinated, but they're having an unprecedented uh, 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 spike in uh, in um, cases, uh, which is actually per capita higher than India, which is ridiculous. So which, 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 which tells me is that like having mass gatherings is not going to happen in a while. So how artists interact, how how we how we how we uh, 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 adapt to this thing is 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 major. It's going to have a huge impact for decades to come, and 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 we're in a real pivotal. So that's actually quite interesting how you uh, how you summarize that. Um, with the uh with the with the with the nac and like yo man interesting times man and as i was saying early on man like i think like now more than ever you know people like you uh myself Karabo, and others like yo man the world the world needs our creativity now they need our our input like we have a lot of work to do we have a lot of a lot of a lot of work to do um and um big up man big up to all of that Laratu, man thank you uh, like 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 thanks for the poems the, the, the poet was really beautiful uh it was really beautiful i was actually kind of like getting what's this goose there we go goosebump thing is on my side uh but so it's, it's a pity there's an audio gig if it was visual i think it would have been even more powerful but um to the listeners that's coming um yeah i'm working on that so actually man i sort of want to close off here man because i think we've covered pretty much everything and this there's this one major question i'm asking everybody right um um, because it's, uh, you know, it's an ongoing project of, of mine. It's to do with the vaccine. Um, are you pro-vax or are you anti-vax? Will you get the vaccine? If not, yes. If no, what? <laughs> what's your, what's, what's Lerato Subanda's take on the COVID vaccine? Mm. You know, we live in that age where as a person, you're always scared of what you, you're always scared to, 
of, of saying anything that may choose your doors tomorrow. <laughs> Everything is recorded, you know, all this data, even on Facebook. Guys, be careful what you post on Facebook. My fellow my fellow activists live tomorrow you don't get that job. Anyway. <laughs> um I'm, I'm I feel very cynical about about the vaccine, but most probably I will have to, to get it. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, because you know, especially if you're someone who has got plans on traveling, um, it goes without saying. Then most probably I will have to get it, but as a as as, as an an African young woman, you know, with with what I've read and with my own <laughs> um, consciousness, I do feel very skeptical about it. But it goes without it goes without saying. It's almost like we are we are backed up against the corner, you know. Um, yeah. It goes without saying. I had to, to get it because of, of travel. Because of travel, and um, with some people, I am afraid of work. You know, yeah. Yeah, because of work. Mm, 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 mm. Um, just uh, just just another quick question on that. Do you know anybody that has been vaccinated? And um, you know, do you know what are they saying? Is it a good or is it bad? Or you know? Yeah, my 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 housemate. Um. I live with a with a with some chick and her brother. So the girl's mom is a doctor. So yeah, and she 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 contracted COVID last year. So because of that, she fell under her contact base um, in terms of contact tracing. So so because of that, she was able to to, to be vaccinated. When I got, I think Thursday. Okay, interesting, interesting. Well, she's, I mean, she's young, she's in her 20s, so um, we're not, you know, I'm just looking, I'm, I'm just looking at her with that eye, like, <laughs> she's still standing. <laughs> no ears falling out, there's no twitches, there's no whatever. Yeah, man, look here, man, I think, I think this is major, and I agree with you that, like, uh, uh, for us that want to travel more, I mean, like I just recently had a show in Eswatini and I couldn't go. You know, like the first time, the first time I ever had any uh, 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 event around my art that I physically wasn't there, and it had an impact on, on on the show, not me not being there because nobody could speak to me. Um, so I need to travel, and uh, 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 yeah, so I agree with that. Um, it's it's actually quite interesting how how varied uh, 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 how people's opinions differ on this, and some people are really passionate of saying no, and some people are really passionate in saying yes, and there's that middle ground of people like, ah, you know, yeah, maybe undecided. Um, 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 they're actually passionate about being undecided as well. <laughs> So, I know myself. I'm one of those that I won't, I won't get it until I have no choice. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Okay. So uh, I won't run to get it, but yeah. if I'm in a situation, for example, travel mm. or maybe work opportunity or something that puts me in a corner, I just know that it goes without saying that at yeah. some point I will have. Yeah, you will have to I get will, it. Yeah. But it's almost like I'll, I'll go there with my. Like kicking, you know, kicking and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, no, clutching a book of African history, you know, and uh, and a poetry anthology in the right hand and African history on the left hand. It's like, you're not taking me, goddammit. No, I get it. I get it. Um, it's actually... As wait, I, wait. You told me to know if I got to say something. Yes, please. My, you know, I have not published my own collection of poetry and I've just been published in different anthologies, but I'm working with... I'm working with somebody that is mutual to you and I. Oh. He's an indie publisher. And guess what it was? What? Rima commissioned you to... to um, yes, that... Um, yes, yes, I remember. That, that portrait is, is my... Will be will be my, my book cover. But, oh, fantastic. But guess, but guess who the publisher is? He's Ooh. an indie. No, I, I really want to know. And he's your friend as well. Uh, Vangi? No. No. Uh, okay. 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 <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Ricky. 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 Yeah? yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, when is the? When is the? When are you looking to uh publish? When are you looking to come out? Um, to have it published? Um, I know it's been like years in the making. Very soon. Very soon. Well, that's well, that's that's that, that that's very interesting. So it'll be really cool. Like if and if and if and when it's done, we can definitely do a follow up on here, um, 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 and then like jump into and just talk specifically about the book, um, about um, about the poetry. Uh, uh, we can we can definitely do that. That is, actually, I did a talk with Ricky um in December. The power collector. Uh, you see the power collector. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. No, that is that is rather interesting. Actually, um, on on that point, can you tell my listeners where else can they, um, if they want to listen to your, uh, if they want to read your poetry, if they want to look at your, read your, some of your journalism articles, if they want to hear you sing, where can they get hold of you? You know, what, uh, is there any websites, social media, etc.? Where can my listeners get hold of Lerato Sebanda? The best is to follow me on Facebook, Lerato Larry Squibes. Um, yeah, follow me on Facebook. I also have a SoundCloud for some of my music, slam poetry, hip hop, and that is Scribes. Lerato Scribes. Yeah, but the best thing is Facebook. Because of Facebook, I sync everything. I sync my YouTube channel. I sync my SoundCloud. And whatever um, articles, opinion pieces I have published in City Press, whatever other title, I always just, I will declare it on my, on my Facebook. So Lerato, Larry with an E, Scribes. Okay, okay, fantastic, man. Uh, Lerato, thanks for coming through, man. Thanks for all the kind words and the beautiful poetry. Um, I think for like a 50-second episode, I think we hit the nail on the head here. Uh, we covered everything, <laughs> which is also quite great. <laughs> which is... Yeah, man, geez, like, um, yeah, you were talking about the early days of consciousness. It's actually got my head, like, filled with nostalgia now. I'm, <laughs> I think I'm going to send Karabo a voice note just to say, you know, I, because I know he's a dad now and all of that. And, um, yeah, things have, um, yeah, things have things have moved on. We've moved on with our lives and such. And yeah, man, um, Lerato, thanks a lot for coming through, my sister. Have a fantastic Saturday. You know, um, enjoy the sunshine, and um, I'll be in touch with regards to when we go live. And um, yeah, thanks for coming through. My pleasure. Okay, man. Cheers, man. Bye. Bye, bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcast. 
don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Hey everybody. Um, yeah, man. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, Lerato just reminded me of some of the work that we did back in the past. Wow. With uh, consciousness. Wow. Um, your time has really flown. Um, yeah, man. So thanks to for coming through. Um, you can find out on all those on our Facebook page. Um, and I suggest that I listen to a sing. I think she's got quite a, quite a very, very, very cool voice as well. Um, yeah, man, with regards to the art giveaway, so it's going to be real simple. You need to subscribe, um, like the episode or, um, this episode or the one coming or next week's episode. Um, yeah, I'm not going to be one of these guys who, uh, ask you some ridiculous question. I think that's just boring and I don't like competitions that does that. So just like and subscribe to the, uh, podcast and I'll randomly select somebody. Um, and I'll make them, and I'll mention their name on my social media pages and in a future episode when the, uh, well, I'm not going to call them a winner because it's not necessarily that you're winning something. It is a giveaway. And as I said, we're going to be doing more of that in the future. Um, we're going to be having more, uh, I'm going to be having more, um, yeah, more, for, uh, you know, books, music, um, and, and so on in, in, in the future. So remember to check this out and remember to check out, um, I'm, you know, the show is brought to you by, uh, Spotcast and Biobob. So definitely have a look at them. And remember, I'm available on all my social media platforms. That's Facebook at Wesley Pepper. Oh, it's Facebook. It's Wesley Pepper. It's, um, I have a Facebook page too, which is Wesley Pepper. Um, it's Twitter and Instagram. And Instagram is Wesley underscore Pepper underscore. So you can get hold of me on all of those platforms. Um, yeah, man, give me a shout. Um, yeah, on either, on either one of those platforms and I will select a, let's just call it a winner just for, just to, yeah, just to choose, to, to choose somebody for, for the, uh, for the giveaway. And as I said, we'll be definitely having more of that. Um, and look forward to some more really interesting, um, to some more interesting, uh, uh guests coming up. I know I'm, I'm, I'm talking to, um, Ama Books. They're based in Wales. They'll be here next week. That's going to be really interesting because as you know, I spoke to Bryony a few weeks ago. Um, so there's the same guys who published her work. Um, they've got an interesting catalog and we're unpacking that. And, um, yeah, even, um, 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 you know, after that, there's an interesting project I'm working on with the Save the Children Foundation. So I'm talking to them in probably about two or three weeks' time. So a lot of cool things coming, um, um, lined ahead on this platform. And, and, you know, just thanks everyone for tuning in. It's been a year. Um, thanks to Candace and Maris for, um, you know, sticking there with me all the time, you know. Um, I think, yeah, man, a year is a long time. So, um, yeah, thanks to everybody for all of that. Um, you know, stay safe, you know. Um, if you are pro-vax, please try to register. You know, they are um, they are opening up in South Africa. Uh, you need to register if you're over 60. You know, I know my parents in Kimberley, they have they are that. I'm just busy tracking that story as well. I'm probably going to do an episode on that as well in the future. So, yeah, I mean, if you are pro-vax, uh, please do that. Um, and just stay safe, man. And if you've been listening to me for the past 52 weeks, much appreciated. Um, yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just really appreciative of, of, of everything. So thanks everybody. Stay, um, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned for next week. Uh, I'll catch you next week. Um, take care.